0: Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast.
1: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Grown Up Kids. I'm Kate. And I'm Megan. And today we are being joined by a very special guest,
0: Kayla Nix. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Kayla is a really good friend of ours who we met on our Disney college program. Mm-hmm. Meg's second, my first. Yeah, and only. Katie was the lucky one to work with Kayla first. Mm-hmm. Tomorrowland yeah. for
1: life.
0: Woo-hoo. But then I stole her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, All right, so as we do with all of our guests, let's get your Disney profile. How about you tell us how you got into Disney
2: well you know of course the usual watching all the Disney movies growing up and stuff but I didn't really get into Disney to the point that I am now until I was like an adult or I went for my 21st birthday to Disney with my ex and we just we did it all and I was hooked and we got annual passes and we moved down like two years later and I started working at Disney and I mean that's it pretty much
1: yeah, they suck you in, for yeah. sure.
2: <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they do it, because, like, before that, I was like, I would never wear a shirt with, like, Mickey Mouse on it. Like, that's silly. I can't believe people did. And you get down there, and you go, and it's like, oh, well, there's, like, a Mickey in my shirt. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> right. but, yeah. Just kind of happens. <laughs> like, I swore I would never do this, so, yeah.
1: Um. So, who would you say would be your favorite character?
2: Um, Donald Duck, probably he's so like versatile and just hilarious when he gets angry so well that's good that you're on this episode (laughs) yeah I think that's probably why I like this movie so much is because he's in two of the shorts so yes and then we yeah meet one of my other favorite obscure characters in this short so no spoilers right yeah no spoilers (laughs) nothing
0: um how about your favorite movie
2: uh oh that's so tough um it's probably a tie like if i had to do old and new like old would be beauty and the beast and my favorite new movie is probably wreck it ralph yes like vanellope is hilarious mm-hmm. um the banter back and forth between the two of them is like it's genius i it's hilarious. i love it so
0: okay. sarah silverman I mean, is just so good in that role like she's just perfect for vanellope
2: yeah she really is the sass that she brings to that is yeah. amazing
0: I can't wait for two.
2: I know. I know. I'm so excited. Although I have a question. Like, how does Vanellope leave her game and go to the internet if she's a glitch? Like, I just want to know. Maybe she's it's another Maybe anymore. it's
0: another glitch.
2: Maybe she glitches <laughs> oh.
0: again. She's not a glitch maybe. Anymore, though. This is, yeah, at the end, she's not, right? Yeah. King Candy made her, I don't know. like, a glitch. Oh, that's right. King Candy made her a glitch.
2: Mm. Okay. Man, All right. Man. There you go.
0: He's is annoying. He is annoying.
1: <laughs> he is annoying. <laughs> what, is it my
0: Anyways. Yeah, it's your oh, turn to ask. what's your favorite
1: park? <laughs> uh,
2: park? Yeah, park. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, probably Magic Kingdom, just because there's so much to do there. Like, there were times I would go with Olive, and we would not even leave Main Street. We would just, oh, like, yeah. check out the parades and, like, the castle show, and, I mean... You don't even have to go into the park to have a full day there. It's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Okay.
0: How about your favorite Disney memory?
2: Uh, Probably Olive's first ride on the Haunted Mansion. That was her first Disney ride. So that was pretty exciting. We were like, we got to make it something special. So and that's classic. what we went with. That's so yeah, and cool. classic. And she loves that ride still. She also likes the Little Mermaid a lot. But that would probably be my favorite
1: i love that like the haunted mansion didn't freak her out you know
2: no no That's she awesome. liked it the only part she didn't like was whenever you go like down into your grave Mm-mm. she wasn't fond of like the going backwards but no she liked it
0: i did not like that right as a child
1: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: <laughs> it still gives yeah. me the
0: creeps you know i love it <laughs> but
1: it's scary
2: i think the music helps like the song yeah. is so happy like
1: true yeah
0: my parents hyped it up i was only two and like my dad hyped up that it was a haunted house so i was like terrified (laughs) because he thought that was hilarious classic dad move yeah
2: thanks dad that would be something mine would do
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so today we will be discussing Walt's sixth animated feature film saludos amigos hello friends hello friends uh and that means that it's time for the 30 second disney dash we need like theme music for that. I know, like do 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 do. Thirty seconds. Let's make it. Maybe, gonna, you
2: guys,
0: maybe you guys, maybe you guys will have just heard <laughing> the new theme music. <laughs> Who's going first? I'll go
2: first.
1: Okay. Did you actually make one this time, or are you winging it? Um, a little combination of both. <laughs> A hybrid Disney Dash? Yeah, it's hybrid.
0: Are you ready? No. Hurry on. up. I'm... Hurry up. I'm ready. We're on a, a timed <laughs> podcast. I'm ready. Not really. <laughs> okay. Ready, set, go. So in Saludos, Saludos Amigos, we see four different segments. Uh, the first one is Lake Tititaca. Titty <laughs> Titicaca. <laughs> Shoot. Go, go, go! Um, <laughs> Donald Duck... Uh, has fun with a llama and then we see Pedro, the airplane and he gets to go and get mail but then he has a horrible time getting back but he makes it, don't worry. Then we have Goofy, who becomes an American cowboy, and then we meet the new character Jose Carioca from Rio de Janeiro. Oh man you were like a second
1: off but, but with your little giggle in there, if you take that out it was like
0: perfectly <laughs> 30 seconds <laughs> Yup that was good. If only I had said titty caca first, the right... <laughs> what did you say? Titty taka. <laughs> like, titty caca is already
1: a funny enough word. <laughs> you made it even better. <laughs> All right, Kayla, do you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Get set. All
2: right. Go. All right. Uh, Walt takes a team of people to Disney. Uh, they go around South America with their characters... See, Donald goes to Lake Titicaca, rides a llama. Uh, there's a plane that delivers the mail and has trouble climbing a mountain but makes it home barely. Um, Goofy becomes a gaucho in general, like crazy goofiness ensues. And then Donald goes to Brazil and meets a parrot named Jose. And they show him around town and they have a party.
1: John.
0: 26. Very <laughs> nice. You started off a little slow there and I, I, I was like, oh no. <laughs> but then you were in.
1: Mine is, like, not exciting, because I didn't know what to say, but, you know. Well, because
0: it's a different kind of movie, you know?
1: So, like, I don't yeah. want anyone thinking I'm trying to cheap out and, like,
0: get the shortest time. I just didn't have a lot to say about it. It's okay. This is this is a different type of movie. We'll accept it. But it's not going to count as best record if it is the best record. Whatever. Mm. Okay. Ready? Yep. Oh. Setty? Go, go, Spaghetti. <laughs>
1: We follow Walt Disney animators as they travel across South America, getting inspired to work on some short films. Each film is in a different part of South America, we meet all the new characters, like characters like Donald Goofy, Pedro, and Jose. That's all I had. I told you that's all I had. That was twelve seconds.
0: <laughs> that's all I had. I'm sorry. I don't was... know more to talk about. With it, or... That was pitiful.
2: Not, yeah, that doesn't like break down the plot or anything. Yeah.
0: You didn't mention Pedro. Yes, I did. I said old and new characters. Like Donald, Goofy, so, okay, so you named Pedro his name. and
1: Jose. What did Pedro do? Uh, we're gonna talk about it. <sighs> uh huh. I didn't want to give everything away.
0: Oh Sorry. okay.
2: No all spoilers. Right. Right. Yeah. Remember? No
0: spoilers. <laughs> so some history on Saludos Amigos. Um, first of all, I'm gonna say that I had never seen this movie until I watched it yesterday. Katie had not either. Nope. Big surprise. Uh, I Kayla had, is a pro. Yeah. yeah. Kayla <laughs> likes it a lot, so. I really do. <laughs> I liked it too. I can't believe that I had never watched it until yesterday. So. That's yeah, cute.
2: Yeah, I almost like the documentary that I mentioned to you guys more than the movie though. Walt we'll and El Grupo yeah. yeah. Yeah, since we so, But that didn't come out until like 2008, yeah.
0: Maybe we'll talk about it with the 3 Caballeros. Oh, that sounds good. Does that match
2: yeah, no, it does
0: because uh,
2: even though the Three Caballeros came out two years after this movie, they still use some of the same like inspiration from their trip to create the okay. movie. Okay, so. all right, yeah, we'll just combine those. Yeah, it'll totally
0: be relevant. Coolio. All right, so some history. Saludos Amigos actually had two premieres. It premiered first in Rio de Janeiro in um, on August 24th of 1942, and then it was released in the U.S. on February 6th of 1943. And it was popular enough that Walt decided to make The Three Caballeros two years later, which we will be talking about in a few weeks. Um, So it's only 42 minutes long, which makes it the shortest animated feature to date. Shorter than Dumbo. Shorter than Dumbo. And it was nominated for three Academy Awards in 1943, Best Best Musical Score, Best Original Song, and Best Sound Recording. I just want to tell you, Katie... I had a lot more in history, but as I was reading it, I was like, oh, these could kind of be fun facts. I shouldn't take them from no, her.
1: No, what if, what if I didn't put them in there?
0: Well, I'm sure that you did. One?
1: If you didn't, <laughs> I'll say them. <laughs> if you didn't, we're screwed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast is over. <clears throat> All right, Done. so, fun facts. So, the footage of the team getting on the plane actually had to be staged because, like, they didn't plan on doing this i guess Mm -hmm. so they actually like Like filming it yeah so they actually like i guess they like wore the same outfits and like acted like they were leaving the studio all over again (laughs) that's Um, hilarious which i guess i kind of was trying to decide that while i was watching it like is this was this real time or like Mm -hmm. was this staged but that for sure was staged um this is the first disney animated feature to be shown In South America, before it was screened in the USA, which Meg mentioned before, um, this is the first packaged film where they have, like, several animated shorts that are grouped together to make one full movie. What about The Reluctant Dragon, though? Yeah, you're right. Why is this a fact? This is, like, I- I got this from IMDb, so I don't know why that's- you're right. Because I was thinking, I was like, is that true when I wrote this down and I couldn't think of anything Hmm. else, even though we had just done The Reluctant Dragon. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, they may consider it a package thing because of the war that's going on. They may say that it's the first because it's the first that they did after everyone was drafted. Hmm. Because that was, like, part of the reason why they did shorts is because they didn't have the staff to do full-length movies. Mm. So they just did the shorts and released those. So that may be, like, why they say that's the first. Yeah, (laughs) and
0: the Reluctant Dragon, they also made that while, like, the strike was going on with the animators. Because they didn't have the staffing then either which is partially why bambi got pushed back so far as well
1: right so yeah okay
0: no no yeah
1: um so the let's see the animation sequences were well well received at the time but i think that the most notable part of it is that it like really impacted american culture
0: is that what that says? Yeah, it did. No. Okay, so this was one of the things I was going to say in the history section. So people in America didn't oh, have oh, yes. a proper vision of South America, really, until this movie. Like, they, So they saw all of the scenes of, like, city skyscrapers, fashionably dressed people, like, residents in the areas. And that went against the current perception of the American audience that Latin America was a culturally backwards area like they didn't think of latin america having skyscrapers um they thought of it as being predominantly rural right 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 and mostly inhabited by poor people Mm -hmm. which was not true so this helped bring to light that latin america could be like a destination to go to for vacations and visiting and all of that kind of stuff like this basically i mean it kind of started that because people in America like, didn't just they... had no clue. No, go ahead. Sorry, I say,
2: <laughs> didn't they mention uh, that like the tallest building in South America was in one of the cities they went to? Was it in Argentina? Like at the time, I, of course.
0: I think uh, I think one it of was like the largest buildings. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember it being Argentina.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just remember they did mention that. So
0: yeah, like whenever people saw these parts of the movie, they like were reminded of New York City a little bit. And they're like, Oh, Latin America has places like that, too. So yeah, yeah, I thought that was neat. I mean, like,
1: I can relate to some of that, too. Because like, when you're growing up, like, for example, um, when I think of Turkey, yeah, I think of it as like, Desert. Desert. But, like, Meg came back from a trip from there in high school and was like, it's super green, you know? And it's, it's just, just like, weird. <laughs> it's just,
0: like, rolling green hills. And I'm right. like, oh, I thought this was literally going to be desert. It's just
1: weird how you have, a, uh, <laughs> like, a misconception in your head and then all of a sudden it's the total mm-hmm. opposite. So I think it's cool that Walt could bring that to yeah. people through cartoons. In the 40s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is the first appearance of Jose. Is it Carioca? Carioca. Carioca. That's how I say it. Like karaoke, that's kinda how kind I, was thinking of, of it. Yeah. I don't know, he talks so fast and with an accent I <laughs> just can't grab it. <laughs> um and as we know, he goes on to star co star in The Three Caballeros. Um and he is also
0: in Blame It on the Samba and Melody A segment Time. Segment of Melody Time. Yeah. That's in Melody Time.
2: Got which it,
0: we are you. gonna do. I'm excited.
2: Ooh, that is exciting. I love Melody Time.
0: I've never seen it. And no? I-, I guess in Brazil he's
1: still pretty popular. He headlines yeah, in the series. Of course he is. Yeah. He's Brazil's Disney character. He's like yeah. the Brazilian Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As
2: recently as like when I was working on Main Street, I would see shirts like Brazilians would be wearing shirts that would have him on it. Like, I don't remember That's the name awesome. of the hill that has Jesus on it or whatever it is, but it's like that. And then like there would be a little Jose on the <laughs> shirt. So. He, I mean, he was based off of like a pretty popular parrot in Brazil to begin yeah. with. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised he stuck around.
0: Yeah, he's cute, too. Yeah, he is cute, though.
2: He's um, so dapper. I love it.
0: He is dapper. I love his, like, little
1: cane. Yeah, he's just got, like, and his he's... own, like, Jose swag, you know? Like, yeah, he's got this confidence. So he's both the first Brazilian character to appear in a Disney animated feature film and the first major major Latin American character to appear in a Disney cast. Go, Jose. Yeah. This Ooh. is also the first... See, I don't know, because what about the Reluctant Dragon? The first appearance of Donald Duck in a Disney animated feature film? Maybe they don't Or was consider... he not in the Reluctant Dragon? No, no he wasn't. was Yeah, they show him, like, getting animated.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, so brief. But he's in it. It's, like, ten seconds. <laughs> it's not, like, a short. It's just him... Like they you see his voice actor and then you see like when you go into the room with the multiplane camera, you see them drawing Donald and they're like showing you how they do the animation. And they show you like a little twenty second clip of him. It's but not like don't, a
1: don't tell that to Donald, he'll get mad. Well he gets right? his yeah. he's the star in this. It's true, and the three caballeros, right? Exactly. And this is Goofy only Goofy's second appearance in a future film, the first being the reluctant dragon. See, they count Goofy.
0: Because he had a legitimate short. Whatever, I'm standing no. up for you, Donald.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got your back.
0: I feel like Number people one. are going to be, like, so confused about this beginning <laughs> section. You're all of the boys. Sorry. Um, okay,
1: continuing on. Nelson Rockefeller is credited to be the man who gave Walt the idea to go on a tour of South America. Mm-hmm, I
0: thought that was kind of cool. The Rockefeller is family like- is, like... A lot of them are in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Fun fact:
2: the Rockefellers. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: like the, the one the... and only.
2: Yeah. Nice.
1: Um, and Lil' Pedro. See, I told you I wasn't talk about him later. The little plane. Um, he's Meg's favorite word. And Anth- anthropomorph- anthro- anthropomorphic. Anthro. Anthropomorphic. Thank you. AKA, <laughs> he's a plane that acts human. Um, <laughs> I thought when I watched it, I was like, you know. This makes me think of Planes, which I've never seen, but I've obviously seen, like... The um, Cars. Yeah, Previews and Cars, yeah. I was like, I wonder if this is any way connected, so I don't know if they, like, revisited it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Planes either.
1: I don't know. That's all I got. That's my crazy, don't-know-what-I'm-talking-about fun facts, even though I did read these, and it sounded like I didn't. That's okay. It's okay. You know. You're hungry. I am hungry.
0: So, I just wanted to briefly, like, touch on the important characters that we see in this film. So, we obviously see Walt and his whole crew as they peruse through Latin America, which is fun. But then, also... Yeah, that's, like,
2: some of my favorite parts. Yes. That's one of, like, my favorite parts. Like, seeing him and like, behind the scenes and, like, Mm -hmm. watching them animate stuff. Like, that's, like... That's the favorite, That's, like, one of my favorite parts.
0: Yeah, and, like, just seeing them experience yeah. the Latin American culture and, like, how they're being inspired by it is really it's cool. cool. It's, yeah, it's cool to, like, see them work their magic. Like, because yeah. you got to see them do their little drawings, too, like how they were watching those dancers, and then he, um the one animator drew the dancer when he was, like, moving his legs really fast, Yeah. And he just, like, took his finger and, like, swiped to make it like yeah blurry like he was moving his feet so fast and like as soon as he did that i'm like oh my god i get what he's doing in it like i can see it it looked so good (laughs) um
2: um i really liked uh mary blair was and her husband i think lee is his name they were like were the uh art supervisors for this movie too so i think that might be like why it looks the way it does and kind of has the feel that it does. So. I, I kind of noticed the short with Donald when they show the painting of the llamas and stuff, it yes. looks a- very similar to her style.
0: Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah. I see it. Yeah. For
2: yeah.
0: Sure. Cool. I love her. Yeah. She's-
2: yeah. She's pretty yeah. awesome.
0: Especially like for being as influential as she was back in the day, like whenever that wasn't really a woman's role, honestly, mm-hmm. in that industry, like is very inspiring.
2: Yeah. I don't know much about her, but I imagine that she probably like came up on her own a lot and like made her own place. So yeah, that's pretty Yeah.
0: Awesome. Enough to have Walt ask her to help him with a attraction for the World's Fair, you know, for It's yeah. a Small World. So <laughs> Yeah, woo. Um, okay, so other characters that we see are Donald, obviously. We see him in the short with the llama. I love llamas, which is cute. I love <laughs> Fun that part. Fact.
1: Yeah, she really does.
0: Uh, we when we, also... when we were ahead.
1: watching that and they were going across that bridge, Meg looked at me and she's like, "But like, how scary would that be?
2: <laughs> it would be terrifying. <laughs> I would,
1: yeah. I would like probably have a heart
0: attack. I was like, um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go on a bridge like that. So. <laughs> no, like, yeah,
2: like gee, yeah. I have no idea because I wouldn't. Yeah,
0: because yep. I'm much. like I'm watching it as he's like trying to get to the edge and like the ropes are just like breaking and oh my god no no, no. <laughs> uh so then next we see pedro the little plane mm-hmm. and he is so cute i really like this part i love actually. that
1: he like just came from an idea when they were like what were they flying home or something or flying to another part of the country <laughs> and they just like sketch up this
0: little plane and it was like born yeah and they're like oh that's a good idea yep. mm-hmm. um so he's a little mail carrier. He's got to go pick up the mail and bring it back. And then we see that all he brought back was a single postcard after all of that <laughs> that he went through. Yeah. That but that guy. is like a lesson for life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Honestly.
2: Symbolism there.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we see El Gaucho Goofy. Did I say that right? El I Gaucho. Think so. Yeah, Gaucho. Yeah.
1: When I was watching this entire segment, I kept thinking of... Um, roger rabbit going just like goofy's so classic that guy's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: this short is just very classic
2: Goofy, it's very much goofy yeah. yeah just like mayhem anything that could go wrong goes wrong it's
1: it's typical goofy i like that it's super educational though like it teaches you about like ju- even like the clothes that they wear yeah like it
0: just like, yeah. strips it down Well, this is the part where they're doing that drawing of the guy who's, like, moving his feet really fast, isn't it? Because he Uh, Oh, I think it may be leading
2: up to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, before it. Because he's wearing something kind of similar to what Goofy wears. So you can see where they pulled the inspiration for the outfit and everything.
1: Also, his horse is hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's really funny.
2: I, I like whenever he's trying to chase the it's not the ostrich, it's like the South American version of the ostrich and they all mm-hmm. get like tied up together by the spinning ball thing. Yeah.
1: I like when That's... he when he makes like the saddle or whatever and then it's like in a con- convert into a bed and the horse is like sweet, flips over, makes it his own bed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and then last but certainly not least is Jose Carioca. Who is such a cool character.
2: Yeah, and as I kind of alluded to, my favorite, like, obscure Disney character. And I honestly think uh, it's a combination of the movies and then a meet and greet experience I had with <laughs> Jose at Disney. Uh, so, when they were doing the year they were doing all the limited time magic stuff for oh, yes. Cinco de Mayo, yeah, it was uh, Jose and Pontito and Donald. They were all three out in Mexico. So I got to meet them. Then that's It was awesome. awesome. I have tons of pictures. I'll post them after the podcast is released, so yeah, you can it. see them. Yeah, because yeah. they're also some of my favorite like Disney pictures too, and that's probably up there with, like top Disney memories as well. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we didn't live there for limited time. Magic. So
2: yeah, we didn't either. We were still pass holders and like traveling down there, and just mm-hmm. it, like happened to be that we were there. We went a lot that year because we they were doing a limited time magic and we wanted to do as much as we could. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Alright, now's the fun part. Mm-hmm. We get to talk about our favorite characters and or scenes. Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Long> <laughs> I'll say my favorite scene is... Uh the watercolors of brazil segment Mm -hmm. it's like the i think it's the last one i love Uh that is it donald that meets jose Uh yeah i did just watch this what two days ago last night um it's so cool that like the whole world gets like drawn and it's like just this splash of a like a paintbrush and like everything just comes to life like there's like a base and then they splash the paintbrush and like this waterfall comes down and it's just it was really cool it was like, really beautiful. hmm I don't know about favorite character. I'll just say Jose because of his sweet swag, you know? He's cool. Twirling that umbrella around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Jose is my favorite, too, just because he's somebody, like, new and fresh that we get to meet for the first time. Um, he's got such character, and he just fits, obviously, the whole theme of the movie. Like, perfectly uh scene i really love the short of donald with the llama i just think it's so funny and like carefree how he gets to control this llama with the music and he has fun with it and the llama just gets so annoyed but it's hilarious (laughs) i think that's
2: typical of llamas too
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) but then like definitely the same scene that you were talking about katie with like the watercolors of brazil how it because it's just so artistic yeah it was really beautiful awesome
2: yeah i think we all pretty much agree on both uh jose is definitely obviously my favorite um he's just so awesome and dapper and he's got his umbrella and his hat and his cute yellow jacket he's just so adorable um but and then like I do like the Donald short in the beginning with the llamas I think it's hilarious but I think my favorite moment from the movie that I noticed this time I didn't notice before was whenever they're in the plane in the beginning and they're like oh yeah we have to sketch everything because we can't have cameras here but it's like they're recording them sketch everything obviously (laughs) on a camera (laughs) yeah I noticed that when I was watching it like two days ago and I was like That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Really weird, dumb observation. In the watercolor Brazil, I liked when it was like a bunch of bananas and then they turned into toucans. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, Yeah. that one's cool too. I like that part.
0: Do we have a least favorite? Anything?
2: Hmm. I mean, to be honest, I don't really like the Pedro short. It's cute, but like, it's kind
1: of meh. If I had to pick, I guess I'd probably say that's my least favorite of the shorts.
0: Yeah, I would say it's my least favorite of the shorts as well. Like, it's cute, and there's nothing really wrong with it. It's just not as grabbing as the Donald and Goofy shorts. Yeah. Pedro is cute.
1: You want to tell me that the mama plane wasn't going to fly up and go find out where Pedro was just because she had high oil pressure? Like, come on. That's
0: your Yeah. (laughs) Get up there.
1: He's next to a scary mountain. Go look for him. As
2: as a mother. No. <laughs> like, you got to go find your kid.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um is there anything that we took away from the movie such as like a theme or does something like strike you as being meaningful? I really loved how we got to see like the whole
1: inspiration of it. Like mm-hmm. the behind the scenes of Walt really sent these people to these places. To get inspired to, like, be very authentic to a culture. And, I mean, like, we see that all the way up to Moana now, mm-hmm. you know? They're just, like, so invested in, like, getting it right. Yeah. Which I I read somewhere that, like, they kind of- this movie has kind of like a 50-50, like, where people think that it's not politically correct to these people- but then other people think that it's fine. I think it's fine. I think they do a great job. Like, nothing... I don't find anything poking fun at anybody. Like, I think it's all, like, to... Um, to teach. To educate. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of that. Yeah. I love seeing, like, all the inspiration.
2: Yeah. I did wonder, like, how much of this is still, like, accurate and current. And, like, how would South Americans today feel about it looking at it? But... Yeah. I didn't, yeah, so I definitely had that thought. That I
0: yeah, know. I mean, I, I've never been to any place in Latin America, so, like, I am not the one to say if it's accurate or not, but he does spend a lot of time making sure that things are accurate. Like, we just talked about how much he put into Bambi and making sure that yeah. the forest is correct, how he had one of his animators go and f- photograph this entire list for um, all the seasons. Yeah. He had to be there for all the seasons, get the fire in the woods, get the snow on the ground, like everything.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I also, like, I feel like it It has to still be received well in South America, just given all of the tour groups and stuff that come to Disney World mm-hmm. um, and the general influence that he had on that region as a whole. Like, I feel like if it were seen in a negative light today, then they probably wouldn't view America... I don't know the way that they do or, or American culture.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, do you guys think that there's going to be, okay. So for anybody who is not as familiar with the parks as we are in Epcot, they have the world showcase where you go around and there's all of these different countries represented and each location has architecture and food and, merchandise that match the culture and the country. Um there's been rumors for a really long time that Brazil was going to come to Epcot. Do you think that if that were to happen, we would get a permanent Jose Carioca meet and greet? Oh,
2: uh, I would
0: love that. <laughs> It'd be smart.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean it would be smart. I kind of hope that like the the cart or whatever that they do for food and wine each year is like their way of testing it out to see how mm-hmm. receptive people would be to it and that maybe in the future we'll get a Brazil pavilion or something yeah Mexico is like the only like Spanish representation that there is in World Showcase there's nothing in South America so or nothing in World Showcase from South America so maybe right. it's something that they will do yeah, they the something
0: only, the only time we get anything from South America is food and wine yeah, I think that'd yeah. be really, like, smart of Disney, too, because a lot, I
1: mean, a lot of people come from everywhere, but there are a lot of Brazilian tourists that go there. Mm-hmm. I think they would love it, you yeah. know what I mean? To see themselves, so, like, represented there, that'd be yeah. awesome.
2: So, I don't know if, like, this is, like, directly influenced by, like, Walt's trip to Disney, but I know when I worked in Tomorrowland, there was this older guy that was Colombian, and we were talking about... Uh, how apparently in South America, a lot of parents, when they have kids, will start saving money to, like, send their kids on these giant tour groups when they get to be 15 or 16 to come, like, have their last hoorah before they become adults, and they send them to Disney World a lot. So I don't know, maybe if that was influenced because of Hmm. the trip to South America or what. It's kind of like a rite of passage from what he was explaining to me.
1: That's really interesting. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. I don't remember. I know I have a picture <laughs> with him somewhere.
0: People in other countries besides America have so much more vacation time than us, too. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to come up and, like, see more than just Disney in America. Like, they come and they go to Miami. They go to Orlando. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, some of them will go to New York, LA. Like, they just go. Because once you're up here, it's inexpensive for them to get Might around, as well. kind of like how. It's inexpensive for if we go to Europe, it's pretty cheap to get around Europe once you're over there. So,
1: yeah. Do you think they talk about us like that? Like, man, we have so much vacation time. Those Americans don't. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm
0: sure. They're I like, America it. is not up to par with where we <laughs> should be. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah.
2: Whew, that's for a whole nother podcast.
0: Yep.
1: It is. <laughs> that's for our uh, Disney political podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: which we don't have. Nope. so <laughs> it's oh, all in God. our minds. All right, this is kind of a short episode.
1: But yeah, but you know what? I it's mean, a, it's short a short movie. movie. It yeah. is a short movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this podcast might be as long as that movie. It might be <laughs> kind of like Dumbo. It was <laughs> yeah. so close. It was so. Close. <laughs> it was really close to being exactly sixty minutes. I'm like minutes. kind of upset that it was like fifty eight minutes instead of the sixty four. <laughs> like whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> you do we have any funny. do we have any last thoughts because i know kayla loves this movie
0: so yeah do you have uh, any like last thoughts to say to it to everybody
2: um i mean not really uh if you liked this movie and you want to like learn more about walt's trip to disney before they do the uh, three caballeros episode definitely check out the documentary walt and El Grupo. Because it goes, like, behind the scenes and it shows, like, how they made the movies and interviews with, like, children of the animators. And I think Diane Disney Miller is in it, too. Mm, So I think even, like, his daughter is in it. Yeah. So it's definitely interesting to check out.
0: Yeah. And I actually have, I have a link to it that I will post in our Facebook group for everybody if you want to watch it. It's on YouTube. I don't know if it's legal, but we'll let you watch it.
2: <laughs> don't tell him where you found it you didn't get it for me
1: also like shout out to our listeners who are posting links to upcoming movies that we're yeah. doing because one Some of
0: them are really hard to find and I totally get that and you guys are helping us right too, yeah because... one you
1: guys are amazing too thanks because we don't have them all and you saved <laughs> us the work of dragging it down
0: <laughs> yeah a lot just so that everybody knows as well a lot of them are rentable on Amazon and Walmart yeah, and YouTube.
1: YouTube.
0: And you can rent them on YouTube as well, yeah. You just have to have, like, I don't know, just, like, make an account. And I think most of them are, like, $3.99 or something yeah, to rent. Yeah, they're It's not cheap. very expensive. So if you don't want to search it out and purchase it for – because some of them, I mean, if I wanted to go out and buy, like, the Blu-ray of the Three Caballeros, it's, like, <laughs> that was so it's like $75. Mm-hmm yeah because i looked at it because there was the, is it the two pack
2: with this yeah. one and yeah i was gonna buy it and i
0: was like no not 75 dollars yeah <laughs> i, I like, actually I like this movie but <laughs> we ended up finding luckily saludos amigos at like a local cd game exchange for five bucks we got nice. super lucky Yeah. so
1: Meg was well, like, aren't you so glad you that. own it
0: now yes i really <laughs> like it and i'm really glad because like A big part of wanting, I know that this is totally off topic, but a big part of wanting to do this podcast for me is that I want to build my Disney collection because I am at the point in my life where I'm ready to have kids and I want that collection to be ready like when I have a kid old enough to watch those movies. I want to have everything for them and I want them to be as big of a Disney fanatic as I am. So that's kind of like my goal with this is I'm going to build up my Disney collection for my kids, future kids. So when
1: they do their own Disney uh, movie <laughs> podcast, they have them all.
0: Exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: <sighs> exactly.
2: That's so thoughtful.
0: I know. Do you want to do our Disney memory this week? As soon as I asked for them, people flooded us with them. So thank you to everybody that sent them in. Yeah, please continue to because we love them. Don't Yeah, don't be scared that I just said we got flooded with them. Like, we need <laughs> them. So please continue to send them in. Yeah.
1: And this one is, um, it's not, like, park-related or anything else. Um, it's just a memory, which I really liked. So, this one comes from Kevin Andrew Go... Go Gogahan. Yeah. Sure. I butchered I'm sorry if we butchered that. Even if I was in my right mind Feel free to correct us. Yeah. So, Kevin says, When I was seven, my family and my oldest friend, and I mean oldest in the sense that we've been friends for a very long time, not that he was really old... (laughs) Went to the cinema. My father took me and my friend to see Godzilla, while my mother, thinking it really wasn't suitable for my little brother and sister, took them to see the little mermaid. At some point, I decided Godzilla wasn't really for me, so I snuck in to see the little mermaid instead. Meanwhile, my little (laughs) brother decided the opposite and went to go see Godzilla. I regret nothing and to this day still love the little mermaid. Side note: I'm not sure why *The Little Mermaid* was in cinemas nearly ten years after its initial release. I guess it just came. I ju- I guess it just came a little late to Ireland, or there was a shortage of good movies that year, and the cinema decided to show a family favorite. But my family and I distinctly remember it being *The Little Mermaid*. Whatever the reason, I had no complaints.
0: I think they do that sometimes. They'll yeah. just like re-release the movies and put them in theaters. It's just a thing that they do. But yeah. I
1: love that. I love that you like that's awesome you ditched Godzilla to go see Ariel it's amazing I mean I'm just saying
0: <laughs> I would have ditched Godzilla too so it's- yeah same
1: yeah All so right. thank you for sharing your story mm-hmm. keep them coming we yes. can you can do multiple ones I mean everyone has yeah more, than, if one you have more than
0: one memory feel free to send it in mm-hmm. we'll read it
1: so before we sign off I have to give a huge thank you to our, our buddy Kayla here
0: yeah, and I'm super excited mm-hmm. for you to come back for The Three Caballeros. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, I'm really excited. Hopefully by then I can rewatch that documentary and I'll be able to, like, yeah. fill your heads with all kinds of knowledge.
0: Yeah, we're going we'll, to watch, we'll watch it. You. Yeah, like I it think you guys will like
1: it. But yeah, thank you for taking time out of your night. Mm. Spreading Thanks your love Thanks for featuring me. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: <laughs> <Is this sighs> I, I wish everybody in the world could meet Jose because he's just so... Oh. So
1: suave. So dapper. <laughs> suave.
0: I wanna, that's a good word. I want to meet him. Maybe that's they'll bring him out on a dapper day at Epcot one day. <laughs> <gasps>
1: be a really good, like, dapper day Disney bound.
2: Oh, it would. People have done it. People oh, have really? done it. I'll have to find pictures and post them, too. So I'll find for anybody it, yeah. who doesn't know, people at Disneyland.
0: I always feel like I have to explain everything <laughs> that we talk about when we talk about <laughs> the parks. But for anybody who doesn't know, dapper day is whenever you go... To the Disney parks, like, basically in your Sunday best, as they would have gone back in the day when it opened.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, yeah. Disney. So, like. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's like 50s attire, yes. basically. Yes. Like,
0: yeah. For Disneyland. When Disneyland opened. You kind of Right, yeah, because if we did
2: time. the 70s, it would be no. all, like, totally <laughs> oh,
0: different. <laughs> God. I'd wear, like, my Harry Potter glasses, but with the sun shades in them. You know, the super round. <laughs> I would look so. Cool. I could just pick
2: my hair into a fro, <laughs> Sweet. like the disco thing going on.
0: We
1: should just show up to Dapper Day as the '70s, be like, "What? <laughs> That's what you're supposed to this do. is when the Magic Kingdom opened." <laughs> <laughs> also, Disney bounding—if anyone doesn't know—is when you take inspiration from a character. Like, for example, Mickey Mouse. You would wear like black, yellow, and red, and kind of style your outfit like Mickey, like but you're Mickey. not dressing up in a costume like Mickey, right? Yeah, like everyday
2: clothing. Yeah.
1: Yes. But to where you could be like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're doing the Little Mermaid, like fork earrings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Green <laughs> pants. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. No. Probably Maybe like a red
2: beanie if you yeah. don't have red hair.
0: Yeah. Maybe wear more than a bra, though. I mean, Maybe. But, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on what you. you're doing. Right. You do you. You do you.
1: <laughs> they might not let you in, but you do you. Whatever. All right, so Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So make sure you subscribe so you can get our latest episode as soon as it's available.
0: You can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at at Grown Up Kids, (laughs) (laughs) at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. Also, like I said before, please email us at grownupkidspodcast at com and send us your favorite Disney memory. Uh, Make sure that it is anything Disney related. It doesn't have to be specific to parks or movies or anything. Just something Disney. And we will feature it on a future episode.
1: You could be like, hey, I had a Winnie the Pooh dream last night. It was really weird. Tell us about it. Let us know. I'll read it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and make sure that you watch Victory Through Air Power ahead of next week's episode. That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Also, I don't think I've heard of this one. It's, yeah. like, um, basically about Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'll be sure to tune in. Basically. I think, at least. I don't know. I've never seen it, but I think so. I could be totally wrong. We'll see. Also, hopefully when this episode
1: launches... We have a pretty big announcement. Yes. That's the goal. So
0: go to our Facebook page and you'll see what we're talking about.
1: And if there's nothing there, message me and yell at me because it should be there. It'll be there. Yeah. All
0: right. So don't forget,
1: adults are only kids grown up anyway.
0: All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland
1: is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.